Welcome to the Help Club for Moms podcast. Each week we offer biblical encouragement and practical ideas to help you know the love of Jesus Christ more deeply and become the woman, wife, and mother you were created to be. We're so glad you're here. It's going to be a great day. Hello, everyone. This is Deb. And Randy. We are super excited to be here today. We have our very last marriage podcast. Woohoo! And uh, it's been really fun doing these this month and the love, month of love in February. Mm-hmm. Okay, so guys, we're going to talk about something really fun tonight. And it is all about date night conversations. And if I were to look back and think back on uh, Randy and the things that made our marriage fun instead of just like, all we do is work and do stuff with the kids and uh, or think about the kids all the time. I think our date nights and our and our conversations, our hotel little overnight getaways, and they were huge for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I think date date night in a marriage is kind of like strategic planning meetings for a company. Oh my gosh, that's awesome! Yeah, only it's a lot more fun. It's a lot more fun. Yeah. <laughs> We we talked in a previous episode about going out to Carabas and mm-hmm. how we used to love um, planning our trips and stuff. So we're going to talk a little bit about that tonight, go a little bit deeper mm-hmm. into what we talked about, because it might encourage you guys and give you some examples of things to do for your date night. And, yeah. and, and when we say date night, it, it doesn't have to be a date night. It doesn't have to be a, you know... Something it, it can be any time when you're really just getting together and spending some really high quality time together. Mm-hmm. And for Deb and I, this kind of came out of some an exercise that we used to do with an engaged and newlywed class back in <laughs> the late 80s. Oh, yeah. Even before we were married. So before we were married, we went through this class. And then after we were married, With we Dixon and Lois Dixon and, Murray, and Lois Sage Murray, Mom yes, Baptist Church. Fantastic, Dixon's wonderful with Jesus people. Now. And um yeah, that was a long time ago. But uh, they had an exercise that we would do frequently, depending on the topic that we were talking about that day. But it, they called it knee to knee and eye to eye. So basically, you'd get with your spouse or your fiance, and you'd sit with a ch- two chairs facing each other and sit there knee to knee, hold their hands, and look them right in the eye. And so the date nights are really kind of an evolution of that kind of a concept. You don't have to configure your chairs like that, but um, it's it's really just about... 100% focused attention in your conversations and meaningful type of, of talking. Now, when Deb and I go out for our date nights, we always sit shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. So, I like sitting on the same side yeah, of the booth. So we don't, Today we went out but, to lunch and they put us at one of those little half booths. Yeah. And we were like, well, this is weird. We can't sit here. <laughs> yeah. But we, we sat. We did. We yeah. muscled through we somehow. We sucked it up, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it was silly. rough. First world problem. Yeah. Anyway. So, okay. So what would you say would be some of your favorite things that we uh, dreamed about? Or where did we go that you'd like to go? Or what, what did we do? Well, you mentioned it. So we talked on one of the earlier podcasts that um, Carabas, this Italian restaurant, um, here in Colorado Springs was kind of our go-to place for these date night dreaming planning sessions. And it it was just kind of a special place. Um, you know, all the decor on the inside is all Italian. And um, that was one of the places we really wanted to take our kids was, you know, Europe and, and Paris and then And we didn't have Italy the money and, to do it when we started dreaming. No, absolutely not. Um we were in debt. Yeah, it was. It was a that was a that was a lean time. Uh-huh. I think you you 
sometimes tell the story of one Halloween. We, we, we didn't have enough money buy to buy candy, candy, so we had to turn a light off. <laughs> so, yeah, this these are, you know, you have to be somewhat reasonable about, you know, what you're, what you want to do with your family and stuff. And, um, but it's important. When when we first went to Europe the first time, I'll never forget, but we, well, now I don't recommend this for everybody and we don't even do it now because it is a pain to keep up with. But back in the day when the credit cards, the airlines were first doing credit cards, we put our mortgage on the credit card and we Mm, paid it off, you know, every month, but that it was kind of stressful. We did our groceries on the credit card. That was stressful. I didn't. I we actually stopped. That was too much keeping up, and that was. But we crazy. did. We got. We had a couple. Couple of our round we trip got tickets. We got all yeah, four yeah, of them. Plus, you you were traveling a lot that time, yeah. so we got all four of our tickets to Europe for free, and that was God, right? Yeah, was- it was the Lord, and um, so take your your requests before the Lord. You know, ask Him to dream. Ask Him for dreams with you and your husband, and what does He want you guys to do? I remember I wrote this mom's travel and dream little part of my journal, and. One of them was to go to Washington, D.C., the National Gallery of Art. And I remember going there with my kids, and I went with a group. It was so cheap that we packed our peanut butter and jelly sandwiches <laughs> every day. Like, yummy. we, it was, it was not luxurious, <laughs> but we got to go. So it was, yeah. it was really, really fun. And I remember seeing at the National Gallery of Art the little girl in the blue armchair painting, and I started crying because I couldn't believe I was actually there. Yeah. So, yeah, dream with God, you guys. Dream with God. Ask Him and pray on your date nights and pray for God to bless your conversation. And if you start to get heated or anything, just try to stop and just shift. You know, maybe give each other a kiss or something, I think. Um, You know, sometimes Randy and I could be fussing or something, and I'll just put my hand on his leg or, you know, give him a kiss or something, and it does help. Or smile at each other. You know, don't let the enemy steal your joy when you're on a date night, right? Well, that that's actually a really good point. I hadn't thought of it until you mentioned it. So as as a guy, um, sometimes um, you weren't working when we had young kids. Mm-hmm. And so as we're dreaming about all these cool things we want to do and places we want to go with the kids – in the back of my mind, I've got this, oh my gosh, how are we going to pay for all this? Mm-hmm. And what are we going to do? So, so you got to watch that. I think, um, you know, it's, 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 it's hard to, to come up with a bunch of dreams and then not be able to go accomplish those, uh, because of money and whatnot, but don't, don't not do it mm-hmm. because you never know. You and, never know. God, you know, just like they say, when you buy a house, you, you know, you, you want to stretch a little bit because, you know, over the next 10 or 20 or 30 years, you're going to be in that house maybe that, you know, your your salary will grow and your income will grow. And yeah. So it's, yeah, your dreams need to be further Unless out. Unless you're really you in debt when you buy a house, yeah. you probably should get a cheaper <laughs> yeah, house. Yeah, that, that could be too. Yeah. So, okay. So we we were talking about the fact that it's probably best not to go to places that have a lot of TVs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah, sports bars. Probably shouldn't go to a sports bar. There's <laughs> a bunch of TVs. Of yeah, I think the Super Bowl was today. So yeah, probably not a, the Super Bowl. <laughs> not a good day to, to go out and try to dream big. Yeah, um, I, I we went to uh, your husband. Uh, you, your company had Christmas party. Oh, yeah. and it was at the beautiful Broadmoor Hotel, and we got a great rate on the room. And we always spend the night, and we had a babysitter that was amazing, and she would come spend the night with the kids and. We would wake up in the morning and we would have breakfast in our room and we would dream. Mm-hmm. You know, you could. It doesn't have to be at a restaurant. It could be on a walk too. It could be 
that, having ice cream or coffee or whatever works for you, or yeah. Saturday morning sitting at home where the kids are busy, but just dream. And so what would you say? Like, what, what did you like? The questions, you have some really good questions that we used to say, ask each other. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So if, if you're, if you're hearing this and you're thinking, what in the world would we talk about? Um, I think there's three questions that we, we talk about when, when we, when we would go out and these are actually good for your dinners. So yeah. one of the things that Deb was super good about when our kids were growing up was making sure we were at the dinner table um, mm-hmm. every night. So that was just an important thing that we did. Uh, but one of the things that we would talk about then, and when we talk about when we would go out um, to eat uh, would be, you know, what, what is the most important thing that you're doing right now? So what are, you know, what, what's occupying your time and your thoughts and your prayers, et cetera, et cetera. And then, what are you most concerned about? Because mm-hmm. I want to know if you're struggling with something or I need to be help, you know, praying for something with you. And then what are you most excited about? Mm-hmm. Because that's, you know, it's, it's very important to have something that you're excited about. Yeah. And, and that's dreaming. And- it, it is important to dream and to listen mm-hmm. to each other dream, even if it's like not important to you, right? Like yeah. don't glaze over. Like, um, you know, I think that just listening about the dreams and. Yeah, guys have some really crazy dreams. <laughs> Randy wants to go really fast in his little race car. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we all have different dreams and stuff. So I love that. You know what I love? We were talking with our son-in-law, and we had um, my birthday party. We had Jackie uh, Davis, who, by the way, we're going to talk about vision boards uh, soon on this podcast. But go back and listen to the podcast with Jackie Davis, and it's how to create a vision board. But she came over and did, for my, my birthday, I said, Jackie, my birthday present is you. And I said, mm-hmm. come on over with my adult kids, you know, and we want to learn how to do a vision board from you. Mm-hmm. And she talked, taught us how to do it. So make sure you go listen to that podcast on our Help Club channel here. But I love when you are thinking and dreaming about what you'd like to do, write it down. Do you remember what mm-hmm. Alex was saying? Yeah. He said, uh, what did he say? Brian Buffini, what did you say about that? Yeah, yeah. And and you probably heard some you know wild statistics about when you write stuff down and what a difference that makes. Whether you're just trying to remember something or, or, or their goals. But Buffini said that you're seven times more likely to achieve your goals if you write them down. So when Deb mentioned that... Um, uh, Jackie was going to come over, and we we're going to go go through this. You know, I, I honestly, I, I'm thinking of kind of the you know we've just been through New Year's, and a lot of people make New Year's resolutions. That's great, but um, you know, I I did that. I don't know. I quit a long time ago. I guess let's say, <laughs> yeah. but you know, part of the reason is is probably because I didn't write them down. I didn't really take them super serious, and I I didn't write them down. And so when when Jackie came over and and walked us through that vision board exercise it was so incredibly cool mm-hmm. and we're so deb and i are going to do that we haven't um, really dreamed in like specifically it's in been a, a long, long time, time. Yeah. yeah especially with covid like travel like where do you want to go i don't even know like where would we go yeah, florida florida you know <laughs> somewhere so yeah so set what did buffini say seven times seven times yeah, yeah seven times and more you know likely. depending on who you read they're going to have some different statistics but i think everybody that you you read on this topic is going to tell you that you're going to be much more successful writing things down and planning. And so that vision boarding is just a, an exercise in doing just that. It's walking you through the process of thinking about what you want to achieve. It, uh, it could be this year or it could be, yeah. you know, the next three years or whatever, maybe even, even a lifelong type of vision. But, 
Um, and then uh, you go through and you pick out some. Uh, Jackie was showing us the vision board for her her son and and some of the things that he wanted to accomplish. He wants to be a pilot. He wants to get his driver's license. He, so and he had pictures that he had put up there, but it's it's a visual too. So it's it's writing it down. What are your plans and you know, what are your goals? And then having something that you that's, I guess why you call a vision board, right? Something you can see that represent these goals that you're going to achieve in whatever time frame you've set. Yeah, and that, keeping but, them in yeah. front of you too. Oh yeah, yeah. Like we're going to put them in our office. Yep. And then, um, okay, so the next thing that we would dream about was our kids. Randy, you were so good at saying um, you were really generous with the crafting budget for our kids. <laughs> and um, We had a big crafting budget. We did. I mean, it, not like hundreds of dollars or anything like that. but Oh, it was hundreds of no, dollars. No, whatever. No, <laughs> no. But uh, we would save up money only because our kids were both very creative and they would want to make projects and the crafts are expensive. And so Randy was really good about that. And I think that it was huge for our kids. Both of our children are actually entrepreneurs now mm -hmm. and very creative. Uh, very creative. And I feel like thinking and asking God to, to bring things into your family's life. This is what I would always prayed. Uh, Lord, give us the right books, books on tape, lessons, classes, tutors, experiences, and give us the money to pay for it and supplies mm -hmm. and give mm -hmm. us the money to pay for it. And he did. And so we would dream about our children. What did we want our kids to be? And so for us, like Randy said, dinners were important. And so um, we were not at sports activities like all the time and mm -hmm. on every Saturday morning or Sundays, we were at church on Sundays. And for our family, that was our values. We It was important to us to be at church on Sundays. And um, and it was important for us not to just be gone all the time. And you know what? I hate to say it, but I do have a lot of friends and their kids were in sports all the time. And the majority, I mean, it's a great thing to learn when you're in school, but I do think proper balance is important because I don't know of any single one of my friends that their kids were in, you know, in activities where they were gone four and five nights a week. I don't, none of them do those sports anymore, mm -hmm. but what it did do was it robbed them of their family time. You know, and it, but it is good. We did. Both of our kids were double, uh, double. What was it? Double Second black, degree, second degree black, black belts. So we liked Taekwondo. We had a really great Christian school here, and so that was good for us. But you do you. Like in, in Help Club, it always says you do you. But I would say ask God to guide you, and don't do things because everybody else is doing it. Don't pressure your children to do things that they just don't. You know what is that strengths finder thing? I love that. The strengths finder years ago, didn't it talk about working on your strengths the most? Like, of course, you're going to work on your weaknesses a little bit, but talked mainly on your strengths. Yeah, strengths finder is a different perspective on, on a, you know, being the best you can be, and it's not focusing on your weaknesses. It's no. getting getting your weaknesses up to an acceptable level, but you really focus on your strengths. Uh, and that's how you become world-class and, you know, whatever your, whatever your strengths are. Yeah, I love that. And like Jack, we would pray about our son, Jack, and he was very creative and he wanted to make money one summer. And so we helped him plan out doing these camps at our house. <laughs> it was so fun. It was a miracle we didn't have a lawsuit. Yeah, we had uh, waivers. We made him yeah. sign waivers because they would come over. He had herds of them. Like he yeah. made probably $2,500 that summer. Yeah. Yeah. And so they'd come for like four hours and I'd make them a little hot dog lunch and uh, we would do this hawk's head camp. Do you remember that? And <laughs> yes. they would get PVC pipe, yes. which scared me. Yeah. And uh, foam, foam. And then the, the 
pool noodles uh-huh. and, and craft these these medieval weapons <laughs> out of foam and duct tape. Yeah. And then just go around smacking each other. Yeah, they did. And they would have hay bales. They'd sword fight on yeah. hay bales. And Jack would be in the backyard. We had a big backyard. And he would be leading them in these battles. And and so, you know, we, we planned for that. And Christy was always, she loved uh, piano. And she played mm-hmm. a lot of, uh, she loved having her friends over to make music and mm-hmm. uh Oh, they had such a great time. They made YouTube videos. It was really funny. And then she also was discipling girls. So I was making time in my schedule to drop her off at a coffee shop so that she could meet a girl, friend of hers, a younger girl to disciple her and meet with her. And, you know, just being intentional about your life on your date nights. And it's not always on date nights, right? Yeah. Date nights, sometimes you just want to go have fun, yeah, right? Yeah, we talked about our Saturday and Sunday coffee yeah, time, I think. on so. the last, yeah. I don't remember, a couple yeah. of episodes ago. So whenever, but, whenever you have that quality time together, which you... You should be having it. And it's hard when you have young kids mm-hmm. to carve out that time every week or every couple of weeks. But it's so important for this type of thing. It is. And just living on purpose. And, and Okay. But I do want to talk about one thing before we go. What do you do if your spouse doesn't like to dream with you or they don't like to plan? Or what do you, what, what, what could you do? Or like, how could you connect if it's hard? If you're in a hard season of your marriage, what would be... Okay, it's not on our list. Is yeah, it? this is <laughs> you've gone off script I've gone now. Off script, but I was just thinking. Okay, so he's like going down the list here. Like, oh, what? this is not on our list. I was just really wanting to, because we've had difficult seasons too in our marriage, and so what would we, what would, what would be helpful? I just accepting each other, loving each other, being patient. You know, your family doesn't have to look like our family. No. Right? No, not at all. Um, And look, dreams don't have to be, I want to take my kids on a three-week sailing excursion (laughs) around the world or the Galapagos Islands or something like that. I mean, when Deb was homeschooling, she did so many of the coolest free things with the kids, touring the Seas Candy Factory up in Denver. And, you know, of course inexpensive things the celestial like seasonings tea factory right and uh you know the the museum of modern art we had a membership there the zoo the aquarium that so there's some there's some really cheap ways to do it so i, I wouldn't would let ask money for those for be, christmas yeah and i wouldn't let money be you know surely we can find that right i mean yeah yeah but and if so what about if your spouse doesn't isn't a dreamer just find things that you want to talk about just yeah, the main well, thing the, is it's is, the three things right what do you what do you what are you working on right now what is most important in your life everybody's got to have something that's that's important and and then you know what are you concerned about the most and what are you excited about the most and get that conversation rolling and yeah i think some people have a hard time articulating or thinking through i don't know what what am i most concerned about well most people probably that's an easy one for most yeah, people. But what are you most excited about? And that may be a short. Or what do you for dream? That's hard. COVID's been a wreck on a lot of people, so yeah. it's probably a lot of, a lot of the concerns maybe over the last couple of years rather than the exciting part. But and then you know the last thing I would say is be 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 in, in, be interested in what your spouse is interested in more than just yourself. <laughs> yeah. um, like it might be fun to talk about what you're excited about and what your spouse is excited about maybe is not interesting to you, but you know what? God talks about honoring other people above ourselves and not looking at just for our own interests, but also the interest of others. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. So I just think that's really good. All right. Do you want to end us in prayer, Mr. Weekly? 
I'd rather you do it. You want me Mrs. to pray? <laughs> oh, that wasn't on your list. No. Okay, I'll pray. No. All right. Well, Lord, thank you so much for this time to be together. And thank you, God, for just um, technology that we can do this little podcast. It's been really fun for me and Randy, and I hope that it's been a blessing for everyone here. And um, Lord, I just pray that you would just open doors for my friends who are listening that only you can open. I pray, Lord, that you would bless them as they are thinking about going deeper in their relationship with each other and with you about praying about their dreams. And Lord, just open doors for them that only you can open. I just love that prayer. I just, I always pray that, that you will open doors. And so God, do that for them and help them to have wisdom in every area of their lives and just to start praying together and just give it a shot, even just five minutes a day and just to see uh, and that you would show them your faithfulness, God, and that you hear their prayers, Lord, that it matters to you, that they talk to you, and that it's so powerful. Uh, the prayers of a righteous person are powerful and effective, and just help them to know that you love their prayers, and they are powerful and effective. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you guys for listening to the Marriage Podcast Series, and we are praying for you, and we'll be back with parenting in a couple of months. So thank you guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.